On this episode of the U Party Podcast, my co-host Adam Gillian. Hey! In any, you know, amateur level talk-based media show, the big the biggest thing is not not, not the biggest thing, but something they all do is they, they take a lot of consideration into their background. Like they, they make sure, like, you know, you know, just off the top of my head, like Philip DeFranco, he has a very you know, elaborate backdrop, and it's just a guy talking straight into a camera. But I mean, he's got like all his pill. It's very aesthetically pleasing to, to go along. It's got things that are interesting to him. We should just talk, we should talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, talk. About, yeah, that's why I'm recording. I know. Yeah, I did it subtly. I wanted to. No, I saw that. Yeah, but uh, but so there's like there's topics we could go down, but right there's just also like yeah, where where is UP? Origin story. Where is the origin story of you party? Where is the origin story of Adam Gillian? Oh, my origin story? Yeah. Oh, we're getting like a little biopic. I mean, <laughs> see, see, this is this is how I think it started. Just go with like, hey, what's up? Right. Yeah. And then for the like the fifty people on campus that don't know who you are, sure. Yeah. What's your origin story? My origin story. Okay, well, um, begins uh, 1997. I'm a humble uh, farmhand in East Czechoslovakia. Uh, I have no money to my name. Uh, I get, I'm just kidding. I was born here in America. I'm um, glad you went with yeah. the Czechoslovakia, not like one of the two. Yeah. That's much more believable. Czech, Czechoslovakia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not, not Russian, but, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, lived it. It's a pretty generic story, mine. From Birmingham? From Birmingham. What part of Birmingham? It's like an entrepreneur's like bio, like BHM, and then like an airplane emoji. It's like from BHM to AU, like, I don't know. I'm Anywho. sure that was the worst part of entrepreneurship. What, having to... Is, is, that a, is that a Tinder thing? Yeah, it's a Tinder thing. Oh, it is like putting your... Uh, yeah, putting like, BA, airplane, all for AU. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, oh, I was, the first thing I was going to ask is where they're from, not how they look. Um, ATL to CHI yeah. to AU. <laughs> and then back on a connecting flight in uh, <laughs> in New Jersey. <laughs> Where's the train emoji? <laughs> yeah, they need to put connecting flight emojis, too, Can I put, for these people. Who's, who's using the train emoji? <laughs> I want to go out with that girl. Yeah. Speaking of emojis, so... You know how like New Balance, they've made a come. I don't, I don't even know if it's a comeback. Were they ever big before now, or were they? Um, there's there's a huge thing going on with like the second tier brands, right? Like yeah. New Balance, I've always given shit about because there was they just the most generic shoe, right? And everybody who wore them wore white socks with them, yeah. And at some point in the mid two thousands, it became a stigma against white socks. Yeah, like white socks were not cool, um, and I associated those with New Balance. Right. Yeah. So I always thought New Balance was was terrible, uh, but New Balance like K Swiss. Yeah. Champion. Anything you could buy at Walmart. Right. Pretty much. But the, the, so yeah. what's happened with Champion is like in the. Um, rap community, yep. Culture, right? They they adopt it, and it, 
and now it's coming back, right? Like now you've got all of the underground rappers in Atlanta wearing champion, champion of all things, and which is strange. and it's completely brought the band, the brand back. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, I think of champion. I think you know, like my, you know, my grandpa was champion. He's a, he's a very old school guy, <laughs> hence the title grandpa. You know, I mean, yeah, that's that's wild. But um, God, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about New Balance. New Balance. But that was a good tangent. I enjoyed that. Um, new ba- with emojis tying it into emojis, the sneaker emoji, like the generic emoji for a shoe, is identical to the. New Balance gray standard shoe. New the, Balance is the sneaker yeah. emoji. Yeah, it is the well. It's it done everything minus the New Balance logo. But sure. you see that emoji. It's it's the uh, let's get the exact model number five seventy four. That's that's what you have. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, so how did emojis emojis become like relevant? They're just an easier form of like communication, right? I would say it's watered things down. Well, sure, yeah. but like the reason why people, if you text me, mm. it, it's easier for me to just send you a, a kissy face right. than to tell you I love you an extreme amount. Okay. Yeah. Like, like to, to an extreme amount, especially with girls. Yes. And it's, it, and it's strange too, because there, there are some instances where, you know, it, it's, it's hard to determine whether saying, typing out, I love you, like, so, cause sometimes saying, you know, Hey, I love you is all you need. But sometimes the, the little heart emoji or the little kissy emoji, it, it adds a whole nother layer to it, which is strange. Better or worse? Better. I think in, in some, it, when, when it's the appropriate context, it shows that you're going over the top and like, in my, in my experience, I use the, um, I use the emojis for convenience. Yeah. I'm serious. I'll like, like, and it also, I think it's a passive, like, way to end the conversation. You think? I think, I think the, the, the face mm-hmm. is a giant yellow period. You think so? And then I can close my phone and it's not have cute, to worry about yeah. the, uh, the conversation anymore. Yeah. Huh. So wh- wh- which, if, if, if there was a, a, a heat map, which emojis do you use to close a conversation the most? Probably, probably faces. I don't really, yeah. really ever get outside the the faces. Right. A lot of people use pineapples. Have you seen the pineapple like emoji? No. In pop culture. No. It's a pineapple is the the symbol of friendship. Is it? I don't know. People use pineapples because it's sharp. I don't. I, I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. So, yeah, like that's how that's how tangents work. Okay. Yeah. So, Birmingham, you which high school did you go to? Uh, Spain Park High School, home of the Jags. Um, bleed blue till I die. Is that is that right? That is correct. I went to Spain Park High School. Graduated there against all odds. I overcame it all. Graduated from Spain Park. Came to Auburn University. With every other Spain Park student. With every other Spain Park student. That is true. They're, they're, it's 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 wild here at here at Auburn. Like so many people are from Birmingham and Atlanta, because so many high schools are just in those like hubs. Like I want to say there's like ten or so major high schools in in Birmingham. Like sure. like that I can like, think like private and public. 
there's just so many and they all feed in you know either, they're either going to go to bama or auburn you know most of those kids so like i would, I would argue I would, I would say i would say like 30 percent of my graduating class came here yeah. you know like that i feel like that's a fair assessment out, out of out of the 400 who graduated why um, do you think that is is that brand the is- the Auburn brand, or, or why? Why do you think such a large percentage of people come to Auburn? I have no idea. Um, I mean, is I got my family came here. Is it brand? I, I think in a lot of cases, it, it's 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 that tradition, that family. Like a, a lot of you know, especially here in the South, you know, you're you're kind of you know, bred, not bred. It's not royalty. Kinda, kinda though. But you know what you know what I mean. Kinda. You know, you're you're. you're exposed to it at a young age you're constantly attending games you know you're you're you know conditioned to just know that that's where you're going to go to school and you know especially in in the south where people identify so strongly with you know their their college team that's right you know that that's huge we don't have you know nfl something that's you know not you know tangible not something we can go be a part it is a little strange we're like we're one of the only states in the entire country that doesn't have a professional sports team is that so mm-hmm. it's us like, i can think of arkansas montana yeah arkansas didn't i have can one. think of montana yeah. wyoming yeah. In, like a lot of, a lot of yeah. those giant yeah. land masses yeah. out there i wonder if there's like a correlation between like no nah, i'm not gonna say that because i know arkansas like arkansas has a like um they have a serious meth problem in arkansas that's that's a uh, some, meth. Yeah, crystal meth. There's actually an HBO. Well, that's, a, that's in Alabama too. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I'm saying, is there a correlation between not having an NFL team and in meth? In meth use, I doubt it. It's not true, but there could be a correlation. That is actually something we could look up. West West Massachusetts, huge heroin. Really, heroin yeah. in in West Massachusetts, and they don't have. Really, there's there's nothing in with like, hundred miles of yeah of this giant like that's the heroin. That's the heroin capital, and it's terrible. It's so sad. Sure. So you that virtue signaling, but uh, but yeah, there's like I kid you not that virtue signaling. Yeah, no, but there, there's this entire meth in Arkansas, central Arkansas specifically, and that's an area I'm pretty familiar with because you know I'm, I'm I'm not saying that you know I go there, but you know I have family up there, so it's kind of strange seeing, you know. All, all, all these all these points on the map where these crimes happen, where these busts happen, like I know where that is, I know where that is. That's kind of near my, where my you know grandparents. That 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 it, it's a strange thing seeing that. You know meth. what I mean? Yeah, meth, and then you know. It's ha- I don't even I don't even know if you need to look at that map. Like there's yeah. meth busts going on all the time. Right. Like, yeah. but how do how do even like. Heat spot that. That's yeah. That's not well, a thing. Well, it, it, not even the heat map, but the, just you know, as a, as a narrative t- device within the documentary, they have, you know, kind of a map to show where these busts were happening and how they were all tied in. But you know, there's there's something about seeing something on a network that is near you. That's str- like 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 it's strange when I hear Bill Burr talking about Auburn football on his podcast. Did he? He did. Like it's okay. it, it's it's weird. It, it's because like it, that's not cor- not correlated with meth. Yeah, totally. Th- this <laughs> is this is about seeing th- like I'll give you another example. Like on you know John Oliver last week tonight. Yes. There was this one time where uh, there was this big controversy with a high school in my area. Their mascot is a rebel, right? Which has you know racial 
um, undertones, a, a bad background as yeah. far as right. what that the connotation of it is. Um, and it ended up making it on John Oliver. Now, it, it, it's so weird seeing things on television that's in your that's a part of you also a part of your universe too you know that may just be like a you're from alabama thing but like you right. know you know what i'm saying the we don't really it the biggest thing in auburn is when there's a football game here right yeah and when espn comes and everything comes mm-hmm. we don't i aside from the extreme amount of extra tailgates around me. Right. I don't really understand the national implications that it's having. Right. Like, as opposed to any other game day. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, the, but when, but if you watch like the Friday night game of Uf- USC versus right. Washington or something, that's right. like national television and it's, you're making that a part of your life. Through a TV, so right, yeah. A lot of people know Auburn because of the football team, right? right. Yeah. Um, Auburn has a lot of really great things, like the. You know, we're the best college in the world for fisheries. Huh. I know that doesn't get on ESPN Saturday night. Yeah. You know, it's so, strange. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, but we have a we have an Auburn China campus. Really, there's an Auburn University China. You know that is that is something I found out about recently too. When when a good friend of mine was applying for colleges, because yeah. uh, he he was applying for NYU Shanghai, and I that was the first time I was introduced to the idea of you know American campuses having locations, but you know overseas. Yeah, that's good. Auburn has one too. Auburn ha- uh, I believe that the the Democratic Republic of China. Yep. Sends thirty Chinese students over every year. Wild. Oh, so 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 we have a campus over there that's helping with their their fisheries, right? And then they send yeah. students over here to. Interesting. I, I believe that's correct. Is there Greek life? No. <laughs> <laughs> the the got Greek it. the Greek Chinese life. That's funny. Yeah. Um, we've got a few things going on, right? We've got UPC. That is correct. Okay, so what are you doing with UPC? Uh. My current role is marketing manager for speakers and comedians. Sweet. I did nothing for the speaker because I came into the game late. But for the comedian, uh, we as a team, most mostly the lovely, I will give a shout out. Well, I'm not sure how, I mean, I don't know if she wants her name on the book. But our, our lovely director, she, she did a, a fantastic job at negotiating uh, with, you know, yeah. with, with booking agents. She, she um, So we, we have... Crystalia coming to Auburn. You. It's a big name. It is a big name. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That that's what separates that's what separates us from the other colleges. Right. You know? I mean, that and the football. Anyways, um, oh, this reminds me of something. Okay. I want to I want to bring up later. Uh, Write it down, buddy. God, what was it called? Uh, it was called Food Fight. Written down. Anyways, uh, UPC. Yes. So it's in, it's ten days away. And Crystal Lee is coming. Okay. He'll be performing a uh, stand-up comedy show for Auburn students. It's free. Brian, the person who I'm speaking with right now, Hi. is giving us free food. He's providing for us, which is good. 
Did, did you? I got the email today. Did, I know. I was about that, to mention that. Uh, yeah. That I will. They're like, hey, sorry, it took forever. To yeah, it did email take forever. You. I was surprised but, they didn't. Uh, but hey, we would love to have you. I was like, yeah. Well, I I would love to do this. I think yeah, it's a yeah. great opportunity for. Uh, yeah. For, they were like, is there a catch? I'm like, the catch is like. You know, you want to bump fists with Chris D'Elia. That's the thing. But, you know, um, I mean, I can... Uh, it's it's just... Um, it's an opportunity. Right. It's yep. throw a little U-Party branding on it. Right. Yeah. And uh, and we're good to go. Yeah. I mean... Boom. I got uh, Johnny Walker helping me with it. Yo. That's good. Johnny Walker, the best chef in the world, is... Um, He's going to help me out with it. Johnny, what can you plug for Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker is uh, an amazing man. Um... He has had a hell of a 48 hours. Yep. Um, I was on the phone with him today, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the man's, man's a legend. Yeah. Uh, first of all, best name in the world, you know, and so like he'll, he will be a guest on the podcast. Um, yeah, sweet. He has played guitar with Blues Traveler. No way. He, he's from Athens, Georgia, so he's, he's... He's... What? He is, again, the best chef I've ever, like eaten their food before no way absolutely he played with blues traveler and he's a chef um yeah that's incredible and uh he's cooked for zach brown band and he's um he had the opportunity his brother is out actually in uh california right now really um private catering for um what's the guy from maroon five uh, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Yeah, ah, yeah so that guy. He had the opportunity to go out to Coachella and do like a two-week yeah. private catering thing out That's there with incredible. them. So he's going to be helping me do the Chris D'Elia food, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, that's going to be... That's crazy. That's awesome. Because I can be like, hey, you should, uh, you should do more things with us, UPC. Yeah. Because, uh, by the way, I launched this event app. Called a U-Party. And you could, uh, you could put all your stuff on there, UPC. Yeah, exactly. U-Party. That is the podcast we were speaking on. That's, that's the, it's the U-Party podcast. It is the U-Party podcast. Get paid to party, people. Is that, that's, the, <laughs> that's the internal plug. Right. Um, but yeah, that, that's, it's, it's nice to have a podcast with an internal sponsor too. Hey, right, we yeah. have a, we have a company called, uh, U-Party. Yeah, true. So, yeah. But that, yeah, that's but, it. It's it's gonna be fun. I'm yeah. excited about it. And that'll be a great little, you know. I can. I don't know about a partnership, but I mean, kind of, you know, you you, you know, patting us on the back, we pat you. I think that'd be a good thing. I, I say we like I have much pool within the, you know. Oh, you're very important, Adam. I'm I, I'm really not is <laughs> the thing. Um, but yeah, I think that that'd be huge for uh, for the future because you know I'm, I'm you know next year with major entertainment we're gonna be you know having a, having a fall concert, fall speaker, so mm-hmm. you know. That's going to be, you know, important. They're going to need food. Does UPC do um, airwaves? Yes, that's a UPC event. There's a, there's a completely separate group of people that's like looking at artists, getting people, trying to... For airwaves? Or yeah. for, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of that is from polling within the student body, okay. also finding talent that's relevant to people, that's affordable. I said affordable. Affordable. Um, no, no one's listening. It's fine. Yeah, I know. No one is listening. But yeah, it, it, a lot of it, it, it's almost like there's some sort of ratio you have to strike of like affordability and like relevance. Like how much 
people are going to care about this person coming on. You know, like Two Chains. That's you know who Two Chains is. I do know who Two Chains is. Most people do. Right. Know who he is. Mm-hmm. Not everyone listens to his music, but that like because he's so recognizable, that's why like that's such a good choice. You know, to have him come. But as for this year, confidential for now for who's coming because. We are not sure yet, so I guess what you can't be confidential about something you, that there is that does not exist yet. But so there's two mindsets, right? Right. There's the students that like. Well, this is the thing. everybody likes rap and hip hop now. Yeah, of course. Even the country fans like rap and hip hop. Right. So, but not uh, all rap and hip hop fans like country. Is the thing. Well, that's true. No, it's like and squares so, and rectangles. You could bring Chris Stapleton, which is the, maybe like one of the biggest country artists, like yeah. just great musician. But is he going to be the biggest draw? Well, maybe at Auburn because right there's there's, but maybe yeah. not. And, and I can tell I can tell you this much the the you know because airwaves last year wasn't exactly what it what we wanted it to be supposedly. I, I would I. I can't right. speak on behalf of the you know people who, who did, but like apparently it wasn't totally what they expected. Okay. Um, who was the artist? Two chains. Two chains. That's what okay. we had last year, um, but this year the goal it's likely going to be held on the green space, and it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be kind of a a, a, a big you, deal. It, it, we're gonna we're trying to make it a huge success as we as you should with everything you do in right. life. But you know, it's I think it's gonna be a very good, well timed show. We it's gonna be kind of around homecoming weekend, probably right before then. Um, and I think it's gonna I'm pre- and I you know that, that I don't quote me on this because it's still very very in the early stages of it. But it's probably gonna be open open to. You know the public. That's how Everybody. it was with two chains. Yeah. So this past week we had and uh, philanthropic. That's the word. That's nice. You plug. It's gonna have some. It's gonna have a philanthropy uh, behind it. Go which, on. Well, then that plays into it too. This past weekend for a day we right. had the uh, the concert yeah. that had Brothers Osborne. Yeah, I worked that concert. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, there you were. Um, so that was, so the previous year they had tried to do something with Brad Paisley. Really? That was, I think, put on by the university. Huh. And it was part of Brad Paisley's tour, so I right. think that the university kind of just like allowed them to have a space, or I'm not exactly sure, the, but it was not very successful. Really? It was not successful. It wasn't no. tied to anything really Auburn. It was held on the green space. Right. Yeah. But it, was, it just... Was it two years ago? Yeah, it was part of his American College country tour. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was there. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, it was, it was, it was a small event. but The it was, concert was good. Like, no, no, I'm talking about the turnout was good. There was a lot of people there that we filled up the green space. Green space but, I mean, it was, it was relatively small compared to what you would imagine that to be. Right. So, like, the compared to what, like, a normal... Kind of like a stadium tour. Yeah, yeah. It's so, small compared to that, but it was still a fun little event to have. I think the green space is good for that. Oh, it's per- I think it's perfect. Because right. Yeah. But it's if you I mean that's a pretty big name in the country, whatever, but they, they timed it on like the Friday well, it was a Friday before spring break, right? Like I remember it was something it was it was, it was something like 
like that. I don't think it was that. I think it was in the fall semester. I think it was like right before a big game. Or it might have been the Friday before like or like a fall break or no, yeah. no, or, or or like an away game or something yeah. like that or kind of, kind of before the weather got too cold. I would assume. Maybe it was like maybe it was like Thanksgiving. I really? Remember. I, 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 I do remember it was. It was something but. weird that like it just wasn't well placed, yeah. and I think that was probably on his end, not Auburn's end. Right. Um, but this past weekend was great, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they they had the Hudson Family Foundation actually was selling tickets. Like they right. were the ones that were the pit tickets. The pit tickets. Yep. Did you? Were you in the pit? Uh, well, I had. Uh, I had VIP. <laughs> no, so you were in that white tent. I didn't see you, man. I was in the white tent, uh, but that's because one of my great friends, Kayla, uh, her her company, her dad and her company, run all of the events for the Tim Hudson's. Okay, gotcha. Like, foundation yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, um, so she hooked me up with that. Um, yeah. And you probably got to be a, a, a part of uh, helping out with the event. Oh, so, seriously? Oh, hey. So, so that was cool. Um, got to meet Tim Hudson, which is great. Yeah. You know. Um, so it was, it was a great time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was really well put on. It just seemed like there was a lot more structure and a lot more um, things going into it with incorporating everything that was going in on campus. Right. The weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I agree with you. I, I think that, you know, the turnout was great. My one question, the one thing I wish I could see numbers on is how many people were students? What percentage sure. were students? Because I noticed that there were a lot of, you know, older people there. Not, I mean, like there were, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, adults, grandparents and grandkids, a lot of, a lot of, you know, alumni, football fans mm-hmm. there for a day. But, you know, I, p- part of the reason why we, you know, went there to work with them is to kind of get a feel for what the fall concert's going to be like this fall. Hence, fall concert. I said that already in the sentence. Some redundant. Anyways, um, but you know, working the event, you noticed a few things that that just could be improved just as far as the flow of the event goes. Like I was working will call, so I was sta- I was sitting there um, at the at the pit. For the for, for the pit, I wasn't at the pit. It was it was okay. it was it was set up a little a little odd. People were confused about where the entrance was. Mm. People were confused about where restrooms were. I was in the white tent, uh, probably at the bar drinking double doubles because they kept pouring me liquor. So really? yeah. that's and it was deep inside the <laughs> white tent. So you probably didn't see me. You know. I, I came by the white tent. I I went in there, like at one point. Now I kind of scanned the room. I didn't see you. Maybe maybe the drunk eyes, uh, you know, major height the same as everybody else's. That might have been. Him. I don't know. That might have been. It was skiing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but it was a good. It was good. It was yeah. I mean, it was it was a good show. Um, I enjoy. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge country guy, but um, they they surprised me because I really enjoyed myself. You know, it wasn't so. really. It was country, but it wasn't really. Yeah, it was. They they jammed. It wasn't. It was like more rock. Yeah, country it was very rock. Of, like, uh, yeah, Leonard Skinnerty, you know, kind of. Sure. That was hilarious though, because they, uh, they, 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 were, they came back out for the encore, and everyone was, you know, yelling what they wanted to hear. Like a bunch of bunch of drunk people were yelling "Freebird," so they start playing "Freebird." They they they, they sing. They they play the first little little riff, and then they go immediately into the the first. 
lyric, and then they go right into the chorus, and then the solo, and then they finish and say, "There's all the highlights of that song. <laughs> the real, the whole thing cost a thousand dollars. It was, it was good. Well, yeah, it was a good and little. It's line. Also, they didn't want to spend twelve minutes, um, yeah, painting their life, right, playing something that they didn't write. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, that's, that's got to be whatever. Yeah. Like, Nobody's covering Freebird, right? Yeah, that's got that's got to be rough. Like you're you're your own band, and you, it's like I wonder what they want us to play next. Have you ever seen anybody cover Freebird? I don't think I. But I mean, I feel like no, I'm, I'm not seeing that. that. Yeah. yeah, everybody covers Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's my cover. Um, you know what? Random, random, random. Song. Favorite favorite concert you've ever been to. Could be at a festival. Could be one you paid a load of money for. It's gotta anything. be. It's. I mean, it's gotta be hangout last year when we went hangout. from Chance to Mumford. Gotta be. Oh, okay. Which right. one, Chance or Mumford? Dude, we probably bumped into each other there, Brian. Because I, uh, I, I, I went back to back Chance to Mumford. Yeah, we were on the VIP stuff. Oh, so never mind. <laughs> never, never mind. So, but uh, so we were definitely trying to throw water at at the uh, right. We were throwing waters. Mumford Sons. You remember it? Oh yeah, we we, we, we had were the, passing out at the at the chance stage, and so we were really bringing armfuls of water bottles over there yeah. and throwing them into the crowd. It was interesting. It was crazy. Um, chance was a religious experience, right? Um, Montford is probably one. I mean, if they're yeah. not, they're one of the best bands in the world. Mumford Sons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they they, they were phenomenal. I was at so, that I was at that show too and like seeing them switch from their, you know, very tradition, you know, doodly, 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 their banjos, banjos and their upright basses and then switching into electric. That was pretty cool to watch. That's gotta be super stressful on, you know, the, the tech guys end, but I mean still that was super cool to see. I really enjoyed it. So I don't yeah. I don't know. It, it's a that was a great transition to go from chance to Mumford. Right. Um the, but at a previous hangout, one night was Chili Peppers. The next night was Dave Matthews. So that's a that's a yeah. nice yeah that major yeah it's a nice twenty four hour span yeah. as well. Um, major thirty year old self go oh hey. <laughs> Dave Matthews oh the nineties oh yeah that's right the uh, Were you, did you wear a flannel even though it was eighty nine degrees I I believe I um, rushed the stage at eleven a.m. in uh, my uh, in my tank top and just dug a sand pit no way and just like hung out there all day that's what it's called right hang out yeah i was like i was i was in probably the third row got yeah. to uh row because there's no rows ish kind of and then the bands you know the bands on and they just slowly yeah. starts and starts right and, yeah. and then by the end of it if you're in the middle oh the contrary for me i have zero issue Seeing the bands, yes. Getting out, navigating, sure. Being found. I'm six seven. Music festivals are a breeze for me. <laughs> they they there is no bad seat. There is no like it's phenomenal unless there's a pillar in my way. You are the guy that everybody hates. Exactly. You know, funny 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 story. I went and saw um, John Mayer last summer. My love him. Lovely, yep. girl, lovely girlfriend gave me some tickets. No, I got her tickets. She got me John Mulaney tickets, which was another great show. I saw so much comedy last year, Brian. Oh, so much stand-up. And I met Nate Bargatze, who's a Tennessee comedian. He's from the South. He's a super funny, right. funny, funny comedian. But uh, I met him. He was talking about how he's going to make a Netflix pilot. 
here soon. They all and, are. And a Netflix special. Um, they all are. Right. Yeah. But anyways, back to my little anecdote. Uh, I was at John Mayer. It was the venue was general admission. <clears throat> it was a grass field um, that was set behind traditional, you know, concert seating with you know chairs and whatnot. And there were there were two pillars. It's the amphitheater. It was the, the yeah. It was the, it was the, the, it was the Lakewood amphitheater. Lakewood, yeah. yeah. So. In the grass, though, there, there were these two strips of just emptiness where no people were sitting because there were, there were pillars obstructing their view. So halfway through the concert, Bailey, um, she turns around and notices that there is... It's a, lot, it's a lot easier life. Yeah, VIP. It's a little, it's a little bit yeah. extra money. It's... I guess so. And people love their John Mayer, so get the fuck out of it. Exactly. And it, it's hard. It's, I can't control it, you know? It's... it's it, Nothing I can do. Just just go in with us, man. Get the VIP tickets. Yeah. You know, Sloss Fest is like only 100 for something bucks. 130 for general admission this year. And... Do you, not, you don't care about Sloss Fest, I, do you? Kind okay. of. <clears throat> I mean, it's a music I fest. Lo- I, looked at the, yeah. I looked at the lineup the other day, but I, I've never been. It's Right. When is it? It's over like June, July. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, honestly, summer. I I heard about this today. I I'm just yeah. yeah. I want to go. I want to go to Sloss Fest. That'd be yeah, great. That would be great. Yeah. I've never been. I hear it's on Kong. Yeah, that'd be weird. The only the the only music festival I've been to has been on Sand, which is phenomenal. Um, you never get right tired of Right before Hangout is Shaky Beats. Ooh, Shaky Beats. Um, Care to describe Shaky Beats for the? Person who well, doesn't understand is, it, who's sitting right here. I don't um, know what that is. Uh, so, um, <laughs> this guy, um, I believe his name is Tim Sweet. He owns Shaky Beats and Shaky Knees. <laughs> okay. And uh, Shaky Beats is the EDM music festival. Interesting. Huh? Marshmallow. Marshmallow. So we're getting the uh, VIP tickets Friday night because the cool thing with that festival is you can get, you can buy the tickets individually. Individual yeah. days. Right. Okay. And you can buy them. So if you wanted to get a VIP ticket for one day, it's $200. Right. Interesting. Um, that's it. 200 bucks. If you want to get the platinum where you're like yeah. on stage with them, it's only 650 Yep. So you could potentially be yep. on stage with Marshmallow. Um, and then so I think we're doing Shaky Beats that Friday, doing ridiculous stuff. And then right. hanging out in Atlanta the next, um, huh? What are the dates? Then? It's so it's May tenth, eleventh, I think, maybe. Some something in Atlanta. In Atlanta. There's another concert going on in Atlanta this weekend. Really, a con- another concert Four. in Atlanta? I, uh, what? Haley Kaiokio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is, is that her name? I don't know. I don't know. She, she's, she's pretty popular. She sings some songs. I don't know. She sings some songs. <laughs> so, Isn't that straight? You're getting, you're paying so much money to go be sung to. Right. You know what? Like, why are, why, like, concerts are so expensive. Sure. Yes. Yeah. The, it's, it's all about the experience, right? Right. Yeah. Because, because... You like going to concerts, yeah. Right? You like going, and that is the only. There is only one Mumford and Sons, right? Except for the digital versions of it, you carry with you in your pocket. But there is only you can only, seeing them for real. It's just basic. I guess that's just supply and demand. You know, 
month. So limited supply, high demand. It's like yeah. There's there's all types of like experiences you can have. Right. People identify and and just connect with music. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's the only way that the musicians are making money anymore right. is going out on tour and selling merchandise. Right. So the so yeah, I mean, it, yeah. like I I think that like marshmallow and just EDM in general, the reason why people go there is so that they can dance and right have fun and make and, bad choices. Right. Yeah. So like, what's the probability that Auburn Airwaves would ever be an EDM music festival? Ooh, I have no idea. See, see, I don't know. You know, you know what I'm saying. Know, yeah. So it's like, so instead of doing opening acoustic guitarist and then and then rocker, or like opening acoustic, you know, like R and B and then the rapper. Yep. What if you did a DJ and then a bigger DJ? Like, is that even a possibility? I, honestly, it's it's probably a possibility. But not this year. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I can tell you right now. Wah, wah, but I know. Wah, wah, wah. But that's I don't know. It, it, but the thing you got to think about is like Auburn's culture. Would would a lot of people be drawn out to an event like that? You know, a lot because a lot of you know, a lot of the, you know the partiers, the people who are you know real into. And I'm making a huge generalization right now, but you know, a lot of those people they aren't really huge fans of uh, campus-centered entertainment that has rules and restrictions. Right. right. So, yeah. it's interesting. The Auburn Dance Marathon is extremely popular. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, no, I, so I, I would say it's a huge success. It's, yeah. it's a huge success. Yeah, they do, they do good stuff. So, if you did that outside, if you just did that one event outside... Right. I don't even know where it's held this year. Right? If, I know. They usually hold it in the ballroom, right? The ballroom. That might be it, yeah. So if you just held that one event on the green space, which I don't know how the structure would go there, yeah. but... I would assume an awning of sorts if it's EDM. But people would would go dance. Huh. If you put marshmallow on the green space. <laughs> right. But I mean, dude, his... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but his, like, his booking costs have got to be like I, through the I room. understand. So you, you don't know? get... You don't get marshmallow, but you get Sam Holo. No know? idea. No idea who that is. You get. You get. I don't. You get somebody. Yeah. Okay. Y'all can ask Glow Rage to come here. Who? Glow, Glow Rage is a is a big EDM paint party that uh, travels around the southeast. They've come to Auburn once before. Uh, they haven't been back. That was my freshman year, so two and a half years ago. Huh. And it was a it was a pretty big deal. And so like, and it, like you were you were talking about like people don't like the structuredness and. I can see where that would be a thing, but also, Glow Rage is a very like almost I want to say almost like young people friendly yeah. EDM thing. It's big like in like they throw paint around. And it's like paint, paint. Ooh. and it's it's really it's really cool. And uh, that does sound pretty cool. That's more. It's so right. That that I think is more of an insular thing. But what yeah, I what I don't understand is why you can't have multiple events like that. Right. Money. Right. So the money would go towards the booking cost of the person, right? Uh-huh. Of the, the artist. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the money goes, right? Uh-huh. That's the great thing with EDM is you don't really need 
the name. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? I like, see what you, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. you don't, you just want the experience to be awesome. Right. Yeah. If you branded it as a, an Auburn, Auburn EDM. Uh-huh. Like, that's a good, that's a good enough name. Auburn EDM, you get a local DJ to push yeah. the buttons. You know, you give them a stage. Yep. You give pull, them some You pull paint. a ton of people out, yeah. Yeah, local, local DJs, or at least where I'm from, will do it for little to no money. Really? Yeah. Where, are you, where are you from, by the way? Mobile. Okay. So, and like, like I said, Glowridge comes through there a lot, and they always get a local DJ, and they, they're, yep. they're just like chomping at the bit yep. to be able to have a platform to do it in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Some people like their DJs like they like their chicken, you know, local. Local. Yeah. <laughs> local, farm raised. Yeah, farm raised. Farm raised. Yeah, organic. Um, feather free. Yeah, feather free. You put, you, you have the platform, right? That's what we're trying to do with you party, right? Yeah. You, you build the platform and then you build on top of it. Right. Yeah. So, it's my first year. When I was a freshman, the fall concert was ludicrous. No way. Like ludicrous, right at the prime of like. What's your fantasy? Ludicrous, right? Yeah, yeah. Baby, 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 oh, and then he went hard on a Bieber song. Not, not. He did that. He did that. He went hard. He, I thought, was that was that ludicrous? That was ludicrous, yeah. man. Luda. <laughs> Luda. Luda has been in so much after that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what happened. You know what it was? It was Vin Diesel got in his head. He was he went the Vin Diesel route, the Fast and the Furious, yeah. just like kind of just toxic man. Right. It also, when he did that roast and Snoop Dogg like just kind of shit on every single lyric he's ever done, his kind of rap career just just it's just done. tanked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Ludacris isn't doing rap anymore. Yeah. But I thought that that was the best. That's still the best UPC concert I've ever seen. Yeah. Was my first fall. And I thought that, wow, this is awesome. We're going to have this every semester. And then the next semester they got like 311. <laughs> Which I, I would be excited about that. Sure. Yeah. Great. You know? Yeah. And then it was like Goo Goo Dolls. Which again. Good. You know? But like, it's not Luda, man. It's yeah. not Luda. <laughs> I'm not a job of you like, call like, you Luda Yak. I, that, I well, don't but know you gotta understand, as a freshman, you're getting like hype and everything. Yeah. And, like, and then you go to this rap concert in the old, yeah. uh, the old track. Yeah. And it was one of the most is by far the most fun UPC concert I've been to. But it was just it was one of the most fun nights I had in my entire freshman year. Yeah. Right. Senior year, they had uh, bands from the 90s. They had Live and Collective Soul, and I can't even name like Wow. And I remember the Plainsmen shitting all over them, like, hey. And they, they brought up all this, like, nostalgia things. I was like, hey, why didn't you just bring back, yeah. you know. Luda. No, like, I kid, but... like, flooding jeans and stuff. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. So, it's... Seriously, I don't understand why, uh, why the opportunity isn't taken more. 
to to bring in huge names like that to make the experience better yeah like huh because like people want to go to the event where they're going to have fun right yeah so you can pay a lot of money to bring in mm-hmm. a name and expect the 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 good experience to right. happen yeah so my question to you is besides the talent besides ludicrous what about that event was so memorable that right so so the money did do a good thing right it, it bought a brand that people got excited about right uh-huh so people got excited but even still that was like he was popular but people were excited to go to a rap concert yeah and I think that's that's like the bigger brand in my mind like people knew they could do whatever they could do and then mm-hmm. they were going to go and have a really fun show. Right. So I think that like rap is the bigger brand there. Or in, a, in, a, in this conversation, EDM is the bigger brand. And then you could throw in somebody up there on the, on the stage. Right. If in, in that model, if you're just throwing a local DJ up there that, that's good, and then... You throw paint everywhere. Yeah. You could do three or four of those every year. Right. You could, but you could do that aside from the big act. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And, and see, that that's, like, these ideas, they're all good, but we have a finite budget. Very finite. Very finite. Right. Big, but finite. And, and so much of the... You know, major events like, you know, airwaves right. and false speakers, not that expensive, but, you know, common, those are, those are pretty pricey. So, you know, I, and, you know, there's also different, you know, parts of UPC, like, you know, some, you know, other branches, they have little concerts. Like, I think the special, um, or, or fine arts or something like that, they just did one on Cater Lawn where they had some, like, uh, Sort of, sort of coffee house type type group come. So, so putting on smaller concerts or smaller budget concerts is definitely possible. But that, right. but yeah, I think that's that's interesting because I think that's a. Dem- what's the engagement with those? Yeah, I, see, I have no idea. Right. I, I, Cause I, it's not on yeah, because it, it, it's really not my wheelhouse. I'm not really keeping keeping an eye on that. But uh, I I do think EDM is overlooked. I I think you're right. I think that is yeah. I I, I I think I agree with you. I think I, I think, think it would do it, well. It's not my personal, you know, favorite genre, but you know, when I went to hang out, I you know, I was blown away because I I showed up there and it, it was kind of you know early afternoon, and people were like, you could not get into the venue for it was so packed. The, you couldn't get under the awning. The tent. The tent. Yeah. yeah. Because people people love it, and you know it. it even so yeah. much that last year, I think it was the first year that Hangout put, or maybe the second year that they actually put a second tent on the beach. Really? For EDM? So they have like the main tent where uh, where Marshmallow was, like that's yeah. where the Boom Boom tent yeah. is. And then they have a an actual EDM like yeah. DJ tent on the beach. Interesting. It's just, that's where, just throwing up small DJs and yeah. letting them go and that one was packed too. Right. 
Um, yeah. But it goes back to the experience, right? It's just like it goes back to what people find. Yeah. I don't know. Fun. It's fun. The podcast where we talk about dining. Yep. Oh, Let's, is that going to be a thing? We can maybe. Can we? That'd be ASMR at that point. If I if we dined during the podcast, we can we can do it in yep. one of our dining facilities. You know what we also need to do is get mugs, Brian. <laughs> we need to get mugs. The you party mug. And join the mug club. No, that's <laughs> that's trademarked. Right, but we can get you party mugs. Yes. But how cool would that be? Have hot tea, hot coffee. Hot hot, uh, hot chocolate. What I I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going more uh, twenty one plus here. Oh Brian, hot hotty toddy. This isn't real time with Bill Maher. This we I can't do that. Toddy. Unless do there's an open wound, you're not allowed to have that I'll, stuff on campus. Do it at U Party Studio. I can yep. get. We can do it at the uh, the U Party Studios. Okay, you can do that at the U Party Studios. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. God, but yeah, mugs. That's mugs. the move. We're gonna, we're mugs getting, are awesome. We're getting mugs. And I'll I'll put some money down on a mug. Okay. I would buy a mug. You'll, you'll, you would buy yeah. a U Party mug. I would totally buy a U Party mug. Are you Ar- kidding me? Orange mug with the white U. White mug with the orange U. See, I don't know. I feel like I my thing with white mugs is I feel like it has a certain cheapness to it. Like, cause white is default, sure. but you have the entire have it entirely. That's like, whoa, shoot! That's an you know orange you should, mug. You should get one of those mugs. It's a black mug, and whenever it's cold, it's completely black. When you pour the hot liquid in it, the heat comes up. That's pretty cool. Speaking speaking of those, we ordered those for comedy on the plains. Like yeah. we ordered those color changing cups that turn blue. Yeah. Still haven't come. Still in. haven't come. Yeah, in. still haven't come in. But I know. We'll bring to the camera and address that company. Um, I don't know who it was. <laughs> I, I I don't know. But, who, I don't know. But um, it's fine. Yeah, I know it'll be okay. It's fine. Um, <coughs> and, oh, cough. Cough. I was coughing because I was sick last week. Isn't um, that a thing? And finally, give me something that you are interested in right now. Something I'm interested in right now. And Colin, we'll go with you too. What? Um. Something that you are really spending like time on, or has caught your interest, caught um, Let's go around and out. caught an extra hour a day of your life that you're just really messing with. Adobe After Effects. Adobe After Effects. <laughs> is that is that the newest, best, whatever you got going on? Like, no, I mean, just, mainly I've just been working with Premiere on a lot of the stuff that I like. I normally use Premiere, but they use After Effects a lot at work. And so I've been learning how to use that so I can start doing stuff, more stuff at work. Where do you work? Uh, War Eagle Productions. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's what it was, War Eagle Productions. Yeah, that's it. I went with Auburn Productions. Yeah. What, do you, what do you all do at War Eagle Productions? Uh, we do the video production for all the sporting events. So all the, real, like where they get all sweaty and wet and they throw the ball around in the mud? Yeah, well, yeah I, I kid. But also, like anytime you see... Anything video related to a sports right. sporting event is done by Warrior Productions. Dang. So, um, can you request to be part of the video crew that does the the nighttime mud, the uh, mud video? montage? No, probably no. Not. <laughs> that's they, like the football. The football team is pretty much reserved for the uh, full time people. Okay. Uh, the baseball, the smaller sports, they let interns do. Huh. But yeah. uh, 
football team is pretty much exclusively the full-time folks. Right. Gotcha. Dang. That's that's super cool. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Right, oh, me? Um, man, things I've been messing with. Uh, I'm almost done with a book I've been reading. A uh, fiction book. Player Piano. Okay. Kurt Vonnegut. Pretty good. Pretty sure. good. Uh, I've been I've been I've been really into him lately. That author, um, one of his books, Sirens of Titan. That was a sci-fi book. I never really read a lot of sci-fi, but that was super entertaining. Sure. Um, started started another book. The other. I I don't is the thing. It's it's been taking me a while because last week I had no time to read. Um, but audio man. That, audio. I, I I yeah I had to download the audio version of Player Piano just so I can. Stay in the loop, okay. but um, after already having the physical copy. Anywho, also the Power of Habit. Have you heard of that book? No. Apparently, it's a great Power of Habit. The Power of Habit. It's a psychology book, which is a fun way of me not calling it self help. <laughs> but I mean, it. But apparently, it's it's you know pretty acclaimed. But it's all about habit. Everybody you know? needs yeah. uh, self help. Yeah, everyone, and, and therapy, yeah. but everybody, yeah. everybody needs that. Which is, you know, I'm sure, you know, thousands of comedians have torn this to shreds, but how is it self-help if, if you can't do it yourself, you know? You're getting a book to do it for you. Anywho, but one of the things, you, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fresh on the book right now, but they were discussing how um, there was this woman who was fat, she smoked, she had a lot of other things that were not good in her life. I'm showing off my retention skills. Um, but she had this epiphany when she was in Africa, I believe. Or, or she was somewhere overseas and she had this epiphany about her life. And three months... No, not three. I think like three years later, she was running marathons. Like she was in phenomenal shape. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So... You know, I, I, can't, I can't really speak much more on it because I'm, you know, so fresh into it right, right. now. But I mean, I think it, I think it'll be an interesting little little uh, little brain food. I, so yeah, that'll Reading. be cool. Yeah, that is fun. Um, comedy wise, um, let's see what have I been. Looking at? I mean, you know, I'll go on the occasional Bill Burr rabbit hole. You know, where I just watch all, all of his late night appearances. Right. Um, because he's hilarious. Savage moments. Savage moments. Is that, that, that's what the YouTube video yeah. says. It's savage moments. You won't believe number 10. Um, but I'm actually going to see Bill Burr. Right. Um, on April 28th. And the person who is opening for Bill Burr is Nate Bargatze, who I yeah. met. Who you met. I shook his hand. But Bry Guy, what, what about you? Top us off. What you been into? Um, the new regime at uh-huh. Modern... They're changing the dining structure. Ah. Uh, sporks? I think, I think they're giving you... God, please, God, let there be sporks. You know what? If I, if I maintain my position on yep. campus... Okay. That should be the number one thing, right? Sporks. sporks. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a quick and easy platform. Changing to all-you-can-eat yep. style... Um, oh, the meal plans? Meal plans, right. That's how, they, how it is at Bama. Uh, board plans, so they'll still have the retail where you spend. Wait a minute, back, back that last thing up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. So meal plans. They uh, this has been an Auburn thing for a few years. They want to transition more to a meal plan, like a so board plan. Fifteen meals a week type deal. Yeah, type of that. 
you bring tears to my eyes on that one, Brian. It's, it's good or bad. It is amazing. Yeah, that's, I, that's I phenomenal. Having, I hate having three hundred dollars to spend for six months. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and so the question is, gentlemen, um, and I want as much feedback on this as possible. Is how do we get students that live off campus, right? And and honestly, their parents to buy those meal plans. What what are good ways? And it's already mandatory to have the three hundred dollar. Like you can't not get the three hundred dollar meal plan. And so make like you maybe not pick, like whatever whatever you have like mandatory for the for the on campus people to get, make that less. Okay. And then make that mandatory still, and it'll get paid for. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Colin. Um, I think um, the way it is now, people who live off campus typically dine on campus less, hence that's why the you know, whole policy is in place. So I think, you know, it, I think it depends on what kind of meal plan you're offering. I know, I know at Bama, what they do, and I could be wrong, uh, this is a third-party source, okay. but their whole, their, the, the way they do it is it's like $1,400 you pay up front, but you have unlimited swipes. Right, so the company that's taking over Auburn yeah. actually runs Alabama. Okay, that so having that fourteen hundred dollars with unlimited swipes, that's that's going to be good for someone like me who would definitely get my value out of it. But I also know a lot of people who, at this point in their school year, they still have like seven hundred dollars left on their tiger card. They never they never get out. They so. I think um, so. Again, again, to get people off campus to want to want to buy this, they want people to buy the meal plans, uh-huh. and they want to bring as much value with the meal plan, with the board plans, as the current meal plan that is the the retail dining right. dollars. So, right. um, it's a tricky well, one. Again, the only reason that they even make any money off of the dining dollars or whatever is because we can't not buy it. Like, you know, yeah. there's, you can't not pay for it. Like, it, it goes on your bill and if you don't spend it, the money just doesn't go yeah. back to you. It's not, it's not optional to you. Yep. And, uh, do you, you, know, you have, you have a lot of foreign students who get way more than the money because they don't want to go shopping. They only eat on campus. I use all of my money in like a month because I use okay, if I go to campus today, if I go to class today, I can buy yep. food while I'm there. Right, right. And I don't know if that's a lot of thing, thing for a lot of people, but... Well, yep. but would you spend more money if you had the meal, the board plan where you bought meals? I would spend way more money. You would spend way oh, more money? Oh, yeah, easily. I Like, right now... You got to buy up yeah. front. Yeah. $1,400 for an unlimited... And I think the same reason a lot of people don't like still have a lot of money left over, at least for my sister, she always has a lot of money left over at the end of the semester. And it's because she's like she has this idea in her head, like, I have all this money. I have a limited amount of money, so I can't spend it all. But if you had unlimited swipes for $1,400 or whatever amount of money, you've already spent that money, and now you can get as much food as you want. There's no worry about running out of it. Or- yeah, so... I, I, I agree, because, you know, you know my, my thing... Is I like to eat. I eat a lot of food. Yes. So today, like today, well, I'll walk through my day today. I went to Einstein's Bagels this morning. Got a ham, egg, cheese bagel. Sure. Five dollars, right? For lunch, 
I get a sandwich, a cold refrigerated sandwich from ABP, $6.79. For dinner, I get a grilled chicken sandwich from um, Chick-fil-A, $5. That's, that's a lot of money. Sure. One day. I mean, again, that was a, that was a pretty heavy yeah, spending day. Well, that's six. That's sixteen. Yeah. That's that's no drinks. Yeah. With the, with, again, with the, without drinks, that's seventeen bucks. Right. However, after tax. Yeah. Most I ever spent on campus in one day was fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. I, I, hey. I feel like I'm probably close hey. to that. But the thing is, is is you know, looking back at my my day to day, I'm I'm late in the semester. I'm kind of low on tiger card money because I was a bit liberal, and then. I, I feel like if it was an unlimited system, I would I would have got I would have gotten a coffee and maybe you know a little hash brown and maybe a drink and fries. I would have I would have gotten more food, which is you know would y'all break even? Would y'all not break even? That's the question. Right. Yeah. To your point, towards it's now the end of the semester. One of the the most the highest grossing venues on campus every day is the wellness kitchen because. People have all this money left on their card. Right. It's also where the athletes eat. Well, that's that's. But they have all this money left on their card. They don't give a damn about going and spending eighteen bucks on dinner. Twenty three, more like it, Brian. Yeah. Is it? Oh, it's so expensive. Depends on like it for dinner. Used to be seventeen ninety nine. I never go for dinner. I'm not. I ain't that rich. (laughs) See, here's a good idea. Just just go three days without eating. Right. Go to wellness. You know, chow down, hibernate. Right. Then go back to re- repeat. You know that's what you're doing. Intermittent fasting. Yeah, intermittent fasting. Intermittent articulation is tough. Um, uh, so anyways, that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's well, a big moral dilemma. Well, does that wrap up the podcast? That wraps it up. Thank that you, wraps Brian. up the po- Brian handshake. It's been uh-huh. a pleasure. You gotta like clap so that my podcast is and cut. I was gonna say like. Clap your hands together so they know you shook hands. Oh yeah, here let's and do that. that. And a handshake. Is that it? That's one. Here let's let's go. Yeah. Uh, it's not making a lot of noise. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the U Party podcast. Uh, I get. I guess that's it. Yep. That wraps it up.